Welcome to the Oncology on Air podcast. I am Dr. Prashant. In this episode, we will talk about recent advances in the management of advanced upper gastrointestinal cancers. Prior to the utilization of immune checkpoint inhibitors, the primary initial treatment for locally advanced unresectable metastatic HER2 negative gastric and gastroesophageal junction cancers predominantly involved fluoropyrimidine plus platinum-based chemotherapy. However, despite this approach, these therapies alone yielded a suboptimal median overall survival of less than one year coupled with considerable toxicity. Over the past few years, multiple phase 3 clinical trials have published findings exploring the integration of immune checkpoint inhibitors either alongside or as an alternative to the standard of care chemotherapy for this specific patient demographic. Pembrolizumab, an inhibitor of programmed cell death 1, has demonstrated promising anti-tumor activity with an acceptable safety profile in phase 2 and 3 clinical trials involving previously treated advanced upper gastrointestinal cancers. The Keynote 062 trial aimed to assess the efficacy of pembrolizumab in patients with non-operable cancers who had not received prior treatment. This global, randomized, partially blinded phase 3 clinical trial involved 763 patients randomized to pembrolizumab monotherapy, pembrolizumab plus chemotherapy or chemotherapy plus placebo in a 1 is to 1 is to 1 ratio. Notably, clinicians and patients were aware of the pembrolizumab monotherapy treatment arm. Primary endpoints included overall survival and progression-free survival in patients with a pdl one combined positive score of more than 1 or more than 10. For patients with a pdl one combined positive score of more than 1, pembrolizumab monotherapy demonstrated non-inferiority to chemotherapy alone with a median overall survival of 10.6 months versus 11.1 months and a 12-month overall survival of 46.9 versus 45.6% respectively. Median progression-free survival was 2.9 versus 6.1 months respectively. The combination of pembrolizumab plus chemotherapy did not show superiority over chemotherapy alone in terms of overall survival with a median overall survival of 12.5 months versus 11.1 months and a 12-month overall survival of 52.9 versus 45.6% respectively. Median progression-free survival was 6.9 versus 6.4 months, respectively. This marked the first global randomized control trial evaluating the use of immune checkpoint inhibitor as first-line therapy, either alone or in combination with chemotherapy, and revealed no clinical benefit of combining pembrolizumab with chemotherapy compared to chemotherapy alone in this patient population. While Keynote 062 did not reveal any clinical benefit with pembrolizumab, recent randomized controlled trials assessing the effectiveness of nivolumab have led to a significant practice change. The Attraction 4 trial conducted in Japan, South Korea and Taiwan included 724 patients in a multi-center phase 3 double-blind randomized controlled trial. Patients were randomly assigned to receive either nivolumab plus chemotherapy in 362 patients or placebo plus chemotherapy in a similar number. Results indicated that median overall survival did not differ significantly 
between the two groups with 17.5 months in the nivolumab plus chemotherapy group compared to 17.15 months in the placebo plus chemotherapy group however there was a notable difference in median progression free survival favoring the nivolumab plus chemotherapy regimen with 10.5 months versus 8.3 months with a p value of 0.0007 and a hazard ratio of 0.68 interim analysis revealed a sustained separation of the kaplan meier curves or progression free survival indicating a durable benefit of immunotherapy despite the absence of a survival benefit in the experimental group the favorable progression free survival outcomes support the use of nivolumab in conjunction with standard chemotherapy particularly in the asian population the checkmate 649 trial a global randomized phase 3 study explored the use of checkpoint inhibitors as first line treatment among 1581 patients randomization included treatment with nivolumab plus chemotherapy and in this case the chemotherapy was capecitabine and oxaliplatin or fluorouracil leucoporin and oxaliplatin nivolumab plus ipilimumab or chemotherapy alone so the three arms in checkmate 649 were nivolumab plus chemotherapy nivolumab plus ipilimumab or chemotherapy alone the treatment groups were unblinded and both primary endpoints overall survival and progression free survival were achieved the combination of nivolumab plus chemotherapy showed a 29% reduction in the risk of death compared to chemotherapy alone with a median overall survival of 14.4 months versus 11.1 months in patients with a pdl combined positive score of more than 5 similarly the combination resulted in a 32% reduction in disease progression or death compared to chemotherapy alone with a median progression free survival of 7.7 versus 6 months respectively although patients were initially randomized irrespective of their pdl1 expression the primary population was later defined as those with a pdl1 combined positive score of 5 or more based on the findings from checkmate 032 indicating a correlation between pdl1 combined positive score and drug class efficacy statistically significant overall survival improvement was observed in various populations analyzed including patients with a pdl1 combined positive score of more than 1 and all randomly assigned patients to this group notably increasing pdl1 combined positive scores demonstrated a greater overall survival and progression free survival benefit these compelling results formed the basis for the us fda approval of nivolumab plus fluoropyrimidine plus platinum based chemotherapy for this specific patient population the long term follow up results of checkmate 649 comparing nivolumab plus chemotherapy to chemotherapy alone were published alongside the initial findings comparing the combination of nivolumab and ipilimumab to chemotherapy alone at the 24 month follow up nivolumab plus chemotherapy maintained a consistent improvement in overall survival and progression free survival compared to chemotherapy alone demonstrating a 30% reduction in the risk of death and a 30% reduction in the risk of disease progression in patients with a pdl1 combined positive score of more than 5 the addition of ipilimumab a cytotoxic t lymphocyte antigen 4 inhibitor to nivolumab aimed to explore 
potential synergistic immunological effects of dual checkpoint inhibitors in enhancing anti-tumor T-cell function. However, the overall survival of nivolumab plus ipilimumab in patients with pdl one combined positive score of more than 5 did not show a significant difference compared to chemotherapy alone. Similarly, progression-free survival and objective response were not improved with the dual checkpoint inhibitor treatment versus chemotherapy alone in patients with pdl one combined positive score of more than 5 and all randomized patients. Unlike nivolumab plus chemotherapy, there was no demonstrated enrichment in response with increasing pdl one combined positive scores. The authors of Checkmate 649 concluded that these findings further support the use of nivolumab plus chemotherapy in this patient population. However, they noted that additional investigation is needed to identify specific subset of patients who may benefit from the use of dual immune checkpoint inhibitors in advanced untreated upper gastrointestinal cancers. Immunotherapy is useful in the second line as well and building on the promising results observed in first line, the exploration of immunotherapies as second line therapy for upper gastrointestinal cancers is evident from the results of the Keynote 181 trial. In this global open label phase 3 trial, 628 patients with metastatic or unresectable locally advanced esophageal and gastroesophageal junction cancers whose cancers progressed despite initial treatment were randomized to receive pembrolizumab 200mg every 3 weeks for up to 2 years or investigator's choice of chemotherapy which consisted of paclitaxel, docetaxel or irinotecan. In the cohort with programmed death ligand 1 combined positive score of more than 10, pembrolizumab demonstrated a significant improvement in median overall survival compared to chemotherapy. 9.3 months versus 6.7 months with a p-value of 0.008 with a hazard ratio of 0.69. However, this benefit was not seen in the squamous cell carcinoma cohort based on superiority criteria. In the overall patient cohort without stratification, median overall survival was 7.1 months in both pembrolizumab and chemotherapy groups. In the pdl one combined positive score of more than 10 cohort, pembrolizumab showed greater objective response rates 21.5% compared to chemotherapy 6.1% and this anti-tumor activity was consistently higher with pembrolizumab across different histologies. In the squamous cell carcinoma cohort, the pembrolizumab group demonstrated a 16.7% objective response rate compared to 7.4% in the chemotherapy group. Overall, 13.1% patients in the pembrolizumab group and 6.7% in the chemotherapy group had an objective response. Treatment-related adverse events occurred in 64% and 86% in the pembrolizumab and chemotherapy groups respectively, leading to discontinuation in about 6% patients in each group and death of 5 patients in each group. Despite adverse events, pembrolizumab was found to offer a clinically meaningful survival benefit for patients with advanced disease and pdl one combined positive score of more than 10 
who had failed first line therapy in the second part of this episode we will talk about the role of targeted biologic therapies including the clodin 18.2 monoclonal antibody zolbetuximab with that we have come to the end of this episode thanks for listening